wasn't God. ready to have you yet. <laughs> he didn't want you for a sunbeam. Yeah. <laughs> well, this took a weird turn. Um, how, how are your ears doing? You okay? There, I have, still have some hearing loss in my left ear. Um, but uh, it turns out that keeping a plastic stick in your bra and using it to scratch your ears for uh, going on 18 months was not the best. No. Oh, dude, what kind of a plastic stick? That's what, that's what I asked when I was like, what do you mean a plastic Q-tip? You remember you told me that. I was like, what do you mean a plastic Q-tip? It's like basically like, I forgot the brand, but it's like, it's like, looks like a Q-tip. It's got a scoop on one end and it's got like a Q-tip kind of thing, but it's got these ridges. And I used it to like, my dad was using it to clean his ears out after he showered. And so I, so then I started using it because it's, it felt better than a Q-tip basically. Yeah. It's more and, satisfying to scratch, but did you start yeah. using your dad's? No, no. <laughs> that would be weird. I know exactly I what you're talking about, too, by the way. Yeah. I haven't seen this thing. You gotta yeah. clean it, Lori. No, so I <laughs> so I would use it and I would use the same one like over and over again. And mm-hmm. I would clean them, but I would I wouldn't like clean like I just like pick the bits out of the Jesus. crevices. And yeah. like, Lori, you gotta disinfect it, dude. No. See, I didn't even think about it. see this is all stuff that like now yes and now, then it has yes, it has your tit sweat all yes. over it I put it in my pocket I honestly I can't explain to you how much of a of a little kid idiot I felt it's when like, I was telling my doctor what I was doing and he was repeating it back to me <laughs> I was like I keep it in my pocket and he goes you keep it in your pocket? Yeah, it's always a good sign that, that you're fucking up. If your doctor repeats what you're doing back to him. Like, just so astonished. <laughs> yeah. I get it. And, you drink like, seawater. Yeah. 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 I pour it in my ear. You, you pour, pour it seawater. in your okay. All right. Like, just not understanding the logic that I... And then you gotta just get, clicking and going like, oh, this was dumb. Yeah, this is dumb. <laughs> you got to get the camera. You got to get the little camera I have. I have that. I have... Oh, yeah, you did? You got it? it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that camera's fucking crazy. I'm obsessed with it. She is. Yeah. I really am. I, you know, <laughs> I should have known that something was wrong because when I had the camera... I was expecting like ear buildup, but it wasn't. It was just like a lot of red patches. Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. fucking beating the shit yeah. out of your ears. You're beating the shit out of the with ear the, with your yeah. plastic a trough. Little, yeah. A little tip. I don't know if you got the same one I I did, but oh, first of all, disinfect it every time. Just buy some alcohol wipes and just disinfect it. But yeah. also use the silicone one and not the hard plastic one because the hard plastic one is more satisfying. Sure, because the itch it scratches the itch, but it's more blunt force trauma on your inner ear. Yeah. It'll, yeah. Hurt, it'll hurt you in the, in the, uh, yeah. The but if you use the little silicone one, you start, you feel, you, you, <laughs> I feel like you also ignored the point of no return. Oh, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> with I, for the sure, <laughs> I for sure ignored. I mean, you know, it was one of those things where I just thought this won't bother me. And then like a <laughs> bunch of things happened at once and, my ears were just like, all right, we give up. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. I don't know how much of this I'll cut out, so let's get into it. <laughs> I want to talk about taxes. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Income Roundup with Bloody Podcast. Uh, <laughs> got our financial advisor, Cash Abdemalik. Greetings. Greetings. Get those taxes ready, guys. Yeah. Yeah, this first day to file is right now, guys. I remember one time I said greetings and salutations to somebody in middle school, Mm -hmm. and I felt like such a fucking moron. (laughs) And my teacher thought I was a moron, too, because he gave me a look like, what? Because everybody was introducing themselves to the new kid in class. (laughs) I said greetings and salutations. How old are you? It was like Seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings and salutations. Everybody's <laughs> just like, shut up, Maria. Yeah, it was like English. Oh, and was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> was it like everyone went down the line and they were like, hello, hello, and you yeah. were like, Greetings and salutations. <laughs> yes, yes. Did you have your Did you have your Star Trek shirt on? You <laughs> nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet you stood up. Did you stand up? To you had up? you had to stand up. Everybody oh, okay. was standing up from their desks. 
I thought it was a more formal thing, you know? We were made to stand up. I think that's the cutest, honestly. We need to tell you patience. All right. I just remember this very distinct yearn idiot look from my from the adult in my life. I don't think that's idiotic. No, it's I, not. As a as a former teacher, I'm sure they didn't give an. Well, who knows? Teachers are some teachers are terrible. Maybe they did, but no, he was it nice. Could have just been like a you're a weirdo. I think it was a you're a weirdo look. And to be fair, I was and am. So I think that's great. I think it's great. Um. Anyway. Again, welcome to Bloody Podcast. Um, I am your host, Maria Felix, my co-host, Lori Roggenkamp, and Cash Up Demolic. Hey. You know the drill. We talk ladies, we talk true crime, and here we go. <laughs> okay, so today we're talking about the High Priestess of Blood, Magdalena Solis. Ooh. Yes. So, although this was a real person and a real event that took place in a tiny village in Mexico, there's a lot of myths and hearsay about what happened to who in the village on the night in question. Hmm. Even newspapers at the time conflict on information. Mostly because it's easier to get my hands on American sources that reported on the story and not as easy to get my hands on Mexican archives. But I did find a recent Mexican news source who claims to have done their own research based on the published newspaper archives that they have available to them. Cool. Oh, wow. And the the American, some of the original American archives, the reporter, it's from Texas. Because, like, mostly only, like, little areas in Texas reported on it because it's, you know, it's what's closest to Mexico. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anything in California or this area of Mexico. And they're like, weirdo cult. (laughs) That's that's the headline. (laughs) Weirdo Mexican cult. (laughs) <laughs> they, they borrowed borrowed a reporter from the New York Post. <laughs> weirdo Gonzo Paul Weirdo Gonzo uh, cult goes yeah. boffo. Yeah, adult yeah. <laughs> starts a cult. Adult <laughs> yeah, starts a cult. Exactly. That's pretty good. So, like I said, we're going to Mexico today, to the northeastern state of Tamaulipas, on the western side sitting in the valleys of the Sierra Madre Oriental mountain range, lies the small village of Yerba Buena within the municipality of Villa Grande. Yerba Buena means good herb in English. Oh. And it normally refers to stuff in the mint family. But, you know, Cheech and Chong, he's a fruit pot, whatever. That that sticky icky. Yes. Nice. Maui, wowie. Oh. <laughs> that, that sweet Mary, Chiba. Mary Jane. Yeah. That, yeah. that dirt weed, brother. <laughs> that sweet dank. Yep. <laughs> so in Yerba Buena, an estimate for 2020 lists the village's population as 45 people. Damn. What? Yeah. This is a dwindling number compared to when our story takes place in 1967 when there were maybe 20 more people there, putting their numbers around 65 people. It's really small. It's, it's, it's just farmland, really. It's not a town or, like, it's a village in, in, like, the purest sense of, like, these people know each other and they live there. And there's probably, like, a store. Now, is it man? Is it all one family or are they different? Is it different families? It's different families. Different? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's just super remote. It's on. It's imagine it's it's a tiny patch of land along like the base of the mountain, mm. and there's nothing to you know do there except to farm the land because it's still like, you know, it's a um, fertile land. Right. But yeah, that's it. So they have twenty people less today, maybe even less now. Twenty twenty one. I think it's forty five people, forty two families. <laughs> it's just like three single people there. Three, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> three single guys. Three, no, no. It's actually it's just, it's forty forty single people, and then like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh my well, god. Well, are they single? Huh? Uh, are they single? That village fucks. 
Well, actually, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Could you, gonna... you imagine being a woman, the like lone woman in that village? Oh, oh my God. God. Now, honestly, living here sucks. It's 60s or now. I'm sure it hasn't changed much from the 60s, honestly. Is it 67 or 69? 67. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Our story takes place in 1963. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know I have they 67. Were, they were six years away from being a... Great 69 joke for me right now. <laughs> okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I'm sorry about I'm sorry that you didn't, that wish didn't come true. It's the one thing I wish for today. Oh, man. <laughs> so you can imagine how isolated the people of Yerba Buena are. And by the by, the, by, the, by the name Yerba Buena is like a common town name. So there's like eight Yerba Buenas. You know, just like there's so many Springfields, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. The people who do live there are farmers. And in 1957, one of the men who had grown up on the land, Cayetano Hernandez, began organizing his neighbors, and they were able to have their land declared an ejido by the Mexican government in 1960. An ejido is an area of land farmed by the people but owned by the government. It was a method of quelling civil unrest after the Mexican revolutions when people wanted to own their land, but the state technically owned all the land still. And they wanted that. It was the best that the government was willing to get. I get it. uh, It was like, you can stay on this land and you farm it and we'll take care of you, supposedly. Oh, okay. And we'll provide you with government services like, you know, police, et cetera, or whatever, aid. Okay. Um, But you don't own it. And so before that, I assumed that the land was just completely unrepresented and they didn't have any authority. So once they got... Uh, you know, the decree of being an ejido, they were, they, that it was a step up for the people of Yerba Buena, basically. This ejido practice ended in 1991 when Mexico entered the North American Free Trade Agreement. Because then you could buy and sell the land however you chose. Mm-hmm. The people of Yerba Buena were obviously a humble people. Most of them couldn't read or write and concerned concerned themselves with daily survival on the land. Needless to say, Cayetano had gained a lot of influence in the area through his previous talks with the farmers. But then, in 1963, just a few years after, Cayetano grew bored with his surroundings. I'm bored. Him and his brother, Santos, devised a plan to scam their neighbors and acquire wealth quickly. (laughs) The brothers came to the villagers and proclaimed themselves prophets and high priests of the powerful and exiled Inca gods. Okay. (laughs) Weird pitch. (laughs) Yeah. Go with me on this one. Just go with me. Are you sure we shouldn't just do the Ponzi scheme? No, no, no. no. This is going to be good. No, man. Inca. This is going to be good. Yeah, Inca Gats. Okay. Nobody's tried this before. No, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's heard of them. Yeah. So another popular version of the story says that the Hernandez brothers traveled to Yerba Buena and simply convinced the people of their holiness when they arrived. I'm not sure which one is true, but I think it was more than likely that he grew up there. Hmm. Although they were able to convince these villagers, the Hernandez brothers weren't well educated either. If the Inca gods sound uh, innovative, it's because they kind of are. The Inca gods are part of Peru's mythology. <laughs> Whoops. Oh. <laughs> they have no place in Mexico. Awkward. <laughs> no, they don't know that. The Hernandez brothers don't know that and the villagers don't know that. Because remember, a lot of them are essentially illiterate. The guys the Cayetanos were looking to emulate were the Aztecs. Ah, yeah. Who are the major players in Mexico's mythology. Mm-hmm. They performed their rites and rituals in the caves near the town. This is the Hernandez brothers. So they put on their little show in the caves near the town. I'd love to see it. It sounds great. <laughs> Honestly, 
I'm the the first the first show the first the first run of the show. It's like okay, this is probably a bit silly, and they you know they sure. probably just had you know like buckets and like a skull made of like hard packed mud. Yeah, that they like picked up. Like they didn't have much for it. The second is- run of the show. I don't think I want to see. No, no <laughs> but like, this is the mud dance where we dance for more mud. <laughs> Have you guys ever done something where like it's like a like an improv or whatever where it's just like you just like do it and then you're like, oh my god, this is it. This is going to be my ticket to stardom. And then you do it a second time and you're like, yeah, that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't believe. That. Yeah, yeah. That's basically my whole comedy career. Is yeah. going like, I'm a genius. And then the second go around going, what am I even trying? Like, yeah. What, yeah. What, what am I even doing with my life? Yeah. Spit worked the first time. Yeah. They yeah. laughed. <laughs> or was that just me? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laughter in your head. Yeah. <laughs> so with their little show, they convinced the villagers that they needed to pay tribute to them through money and sexual s- sexual favors, basically, from the adult members. <laughs> if they did, <laughs> they would be rewarded in treasure that they would all discover in the caves, and the wealth would come to all of them, and the gods would punish the non-believers. <laughs> so they do the show, and then at the end they're like, thank you, we take change. And head. <laughs> you could appease the gods with a little, little, yeah. little, little brain. Yeah. Saying? <laughs> brain. <laughs> that is class, man. <laughs> <laughs> Others say no mames. I say mames. Mames. <laughs> mames, cabrón. Well, the villagers went for it. They all all became convinced. They all began participating. And the the sect, the cult, was basically just smoking a bunch of weed Mm -hmm. and having Uh large orgies and paying the Hernandez brothers. Was it it all... Was it everything? Was it guys and girls? Guys and dolls? I I don't have the details. I think you could use your imagination. Hang on one second. (laughs) <laughs> it was a, both. It was both. It's a you're also introducing weed to most of these people. <laughs> most of them I mean, weed was and still for the most part is by a lot of these small villages considered to be like, you know, the the yeah. demons what is the what is it called? The, the devil's weed. The devil's the devil's weed. Yeah. The devil's, so it's like it's really bad. It's Space bad. Is. And unfortunately, this whole story kind of like feeds into that narrative. So yeah. uh, they started sm- – oh, were you going to say something? Oh, I was also going to say that, like, you are also giving them the freedom to justify crazy, like, temperament. Like, it's almost like you're giving them weed, you're giving them all this stuff, and then you're saying, like, oh, yeah, so, like, all these things that you think are crazy – like – you can make these choices now and you can fall back and say like, Oh no, I wasn't doing that. That was, that was something else that made me do it. You it know, was for I the fucking gods, man. Yeah. It's yeah, for yeah, the yeah, Inca exactly. God. Hey man, I saw you suck Dave's dick. No, 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 no. no. Oh, no. An Inca sucked no. Dave's dick. Yeah, dude. I was the vessel. And when he told me that it tasted like pumpkin pie and I had to find out, I had to find out because it was the Incan God. Pumpkin you pie. know me, so I'm did, a did, pumpkin pie fiend. I love my pumpkin pie, <laughs> and I mostly get it by sucking dude's dicks. <laughs> That's how I get pumpkin pie. At the end of it, he's like, did it taste like pumpkin pie? He's like, I don't remember. We're going to find out again on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Next show. Next show. <laughs> yeah, I always, it always... I always get it in the face, never in the mouth. So I don't, I guess, yeah, I gotta, next time I gotta remember. I'm sorry, it's the will hand. of the gods. <laughs> Mamis. The brothers even decided, unfortunately, to sell some of their subordinates into sex slavery. Oh, guys, come on. The whole ruse worked for a while, but around the three month mark, so three months of, of smoking weed and orgies. I just love that. That's a while. It worked for a long time. I think it's <laughs> a 
90 days later. Um, it's a bunch of horny <laughs> men, so I imagine the orgies were more often than anybody would really want. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, so, yeah. you know, you're talking about... <laughs> and also, from what I can tell of this story, most of the women were probably forced to do it because the men are in charge. The men are the ones that are, oh, in, char- are in charge of a household. They define, you know, what you're going to do from day to day, what religion you're going to follow, et cetera, et cetera. So, so we, you know, we can infer that I'm sure, you know, and don't get me wrong, we're still covering a lady here, but I'm sure there is a fair share of women that are like, I don't fucking want to do this today. It is Tuesday. I am tired. <laughs> it's late Tuesday and Wednesday's orgy day. It's, it's late on Tuesday. It's pretty much here. Yeah. <laughs> Submit. That's horrible. <laughs> So, around the three-month mark, the followers of the cult were growing restless. Hmm. They complained that nothing was happening, that they weren't getting any treasures from the mountain. And, like I was saying, they probably complained about chafing, too. Yes. And a bunch of other things that were happening. (laughs) So, the brothers, eager to keep their cult going... They probably gave them some line like, we're going to go on a pilgrimage to find the gods. And they left. And the brothers went to Monterrey, a nearby city that's around a three-hour drive from Yerba Buena, with a new addition to their plan. They started talking to the prostitutes in the city. And eventually, they came in contact with 18-year-old Magdalena Solis, and her brother, Eliasar. Magdalena was a prostitute, and Magdalena and her brother came from a poor and dysfunctional family, where she began prostituting at a young age with her brother as her pimp. Oh, recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. My brother and I couldn't get along one time when he was ahead of a group project that we had to do <laughs> for school. Um, I think it was, I remember it was like history and oh my God, he was the worst. Um, he forced me to have sex with like two of the guys. In the um, no, uh, he, just so everybody knows we're twins. So he was like, and it was a creative project and the teacher was very artsy, but my brother really wanted to like hit historical facts. And he was like, we're going to really shake. And I go, and I was like, even as a teenager, shake it like, up. Bill, we're not, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Let's just color something <laughs> and care, call it a day. And I remember he's like, this is why you're not going to succeed in life. And I was like 14 at the time. I was like, okay, bud, I'm going to, I'm just going to color my worksheet pink and then I'm going to go to bed. Right. So. You do all the work. Yeah, I can't imagine being having my brother be my pimp. That would be oh, that would really you know what that would really destroy our relationship. I think you well you know I think that's a fair that's a fair assessment. But it worked for Magdalena and Eliasar. Yes. So these two were all in to the plan, and they went back to Yerba Buena with the Hernandez brothers, where they proclaimed Magdalena the reincarnation of a spiritual healer and the Aztec goddess. Koalique. Koalique. Now, in reality, or in historical lore, Koalique was, and is, sorry, is the mother goddess of Aztec mythology. Okay. Her name means serpent skirt. And she's the. <laughs> go- <laughs> really? That's, <laughs> that's what got you? That's, that's it? <laughs> serpent I mean, a, a fucking snakeskin skirt is pretty badass. <laughs> what is going on? She's really? losing her mind. <laughs> She's clutching her chest. I can go on rooted. <laughs> you guys like, oh my god, that's oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh my god. I love if Lori was like, oh, at like the ruins of Mexico City, getting a tour. Oh, and the, the, the tour guide is like, she is known as Coalique, serpent skirt. I'm yeah, so and Lori just loses her fucking mind. What's her, is her cousin cat culottes? What's going on? See, that's what she's saying from the back of the group. <laughs> she was the goddess of warfare and of childbirth. And meanwhile, Lori. Yeah. But what's her name? <laughs> what's her name? Coalique. Which means? 
serpent script. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting dirty looks from a whole bunch of people from yeah. all over America. I, there's no way I'm making it out live. Um, <laughs> everybody's going to kill me. Okay. Thank you for that. Okay, well, you're welcome. Laugh at my people's mythology. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so, so Koalikwe is the goddess of childbirth, warfare, agriculture, and governance. It is said that Koalikwe was a priestess who maintained the shrine of the holy snake mountain of Coatepec. One day, as she was sweeping, a ball of feathers descended from the heavens, and she caught it because, like, what the fuck? She's cleaning up. And, like, there's feathers raining down. It's really Mm -hmm. rude. Yeah. And she put it in her belt. The ball of feathers from the heavens ended up impregnating her this way. What? It's just, that's that's the way it goes. (laughs) I feel feel like in all mythology, though, to be fair, in all mythology, even Greek, it's like they become pregnant in the most random of ways. Yeah. You know, like, oh, she she's pissed on a rock and the rock impregnated her with the rock god. Yeah. (laughs) Even Jesus Christ. Yeah. Maybe all of that is just like, nah, that's not. I think it probably has something to do with the psyche of men being like, it secretly, they're like, I'm not good enough. So they're like, I could never, I could never give, give help, give birth to a God. So it has to be another God. Which is fine. Yeah. Maybe it's the lady rating the sex. Like, how was I? Well, you were like a ball of feathers that kind of came down from the sky, I guess. I, yeah. <laughs> she's in, it's in the <laughs> belt. It's in the belt. <laughs> He's like, you feel it? She's feel like, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel it. You're in my leg. <laughs> He's my like, leg. yeah, I mean, you fucking leg. <laughs> <laughs> how was I? Well, I was like pissing on a rock. <laughs> Is that good? Uh, I fucked you from behind did you like that you know how like when you're like around a tree and a tree just all of a sudden decides to hug you that's kind of what that was like (laughs) Um. she became pregnant with the powerful god of war I think I'm butchering that I think you're doing great you're amazing thank you if anybody says differently I'm going to fucking go serpent skirt on your ass. Okay. <laughs> Don't even try me. Serpent skirt. <laughs> but but <laughs> Koliko's other children, Koyolhakiko, oh man, I forgot how to pronounce this one. I, I looked it up. But anyway, Koliko's other children, Koyolhakwi, aka the moon, and Senson Huitznahua, the 400 sons who represented the stars, were angry at this abomination. Not, you know, themselves. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And they decided to storm the mountain to kill their mother. On their way up, though, one of her sons felt bad and told the unborn god of war what was about to happen. Huosilopochli rose fully grown and invincible from his mother's womb and protected her. Such a good boy. Yeah. That's the story. That's one of her. Okay. That's one of her stories. She was worshipped back in Aztec times. She was worshipped in the spring and autumn when an impersonator would be sacrificed in her honor. So they would normally dress somebody up. And this was uh, this was the the ritual for most of their festivals is they would normally dress somebody up and honor them as the god, and then sacrifice said person to okay. the god. Oh, okay. It's an uh, like a whole life cycle thing. Right. Okay. Okay. So she's normally <clears throat> depicted as an old woman, or a figure with two snakes for a head, and a necklace made of human hands, hearts, and a skull. Whoa. Ooh. Damn. That's a bomb-ass necklace. She's terrified. Yeah. Fuck. Um, I don't think... Do you think she heard me say, make fun of her serpent skirt? Yes. Yeah, she's coming. (laughs) She's coming. I'm a bitch. (laughs) She's coming with her broom from the mountain. Yeah, to West Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I don't think Magdalena knew any of that. I think she just heard this one goddess one time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, her brother, Eliasar, said that he was the reincarnation of St. Francis of Assisi. I'm the reincarnation of St. Francis of Assisi, baby. <laughs> I think he's a pimp. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's up, Jack? St. <laughs> Francis, the real St. Francis of Assisi, had only been canonized 24 years earlier by the Catholic Church. So, mm. young one. Maybe that's why he picked it. Yeah, because he's so fresh. Yeah. <laughs> no one's tarnished his name. Don't make me cut you. So, through a cheap trick with a smoke screen, the villagers gazed upon their new goddess. In that same instance, though, Magdalena fell for her own story and went into what is called a theological psychosis, where she firmly believed that she was the goddess reincarnated. Taking believe your own bullshit to another level. Mm -hmm. She must have been great at improv. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> she did it. Yes, and it. She certainly does. She quickly yes. took command of the cult. <laughs> nice. She took it away from the brothers. Fantastic. The Hernandez brothers didn't mind because they loved sex, and the sex kept going because Magdalena, Magdalena there, was, there was no word for how much she loved sex. She was just, she was a sexual pervert all the way. She loved it. So everybody's, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. She's calling for more orgies and they got hotter and heavier and there was more marijuana. And now there was peyote around. Oh, shit. Oh, snap. Those Here are more orgies. Yeah. More orgies. Margie! So we're talking about around... At this point, 45 people in this orgy. In a constant swirl of fuck. Yeah. Maybe a little less because there's some children around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pull it back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At the same time as her ascension, two young members of the cult were tired of the sexual abuse and expressed their desire to leave to the other followers. The other followers... Instead, turn the dissenters into Magdalena. Oh, no. Who ordered that they be lynched in her honor. Oh, no. Whoa. I'm sure they just didn't want to bottom anymore. Yeah, basically. Oof. I mean, can't you really describe all sexual abuse that way? Wow, that's deep. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry to everybody for that. <laughs> Might cut that out. No, you shouldn't. You <laughs> definitely shouldn't. It makes total sense. <laughs> Shortly after their deaths, Magdalena declared that she now required a blood sacrifice. Oh, no. Yes. It's taking a turn. It's taking a turn. Which, it's already bad. It's already super bad. Yeah. Yeah. She ordered that more followers... Normally, somebody else that was grumbling about leaving be sacrificed and bloodlet in her honor. Ugh. Before doing so, she ordered, the, she ordered the cult members to beat, cut, and burn the victims alive. Jesus. Before being left to bleed to death. Wow. But they're already burnt. Not burnt all the way. Tortured, oh. essentially. Oh. And then left to bleed out. Into a receptacle that they then would put in the chalice. Jesus <clears throat> Christ. And in that chalice, she would mix it with pig's blood and yeah. drugs, pot mm. and peyote. Mm. I don't know why you mix it with the pig's blood, but it's, well, I know why. It's because there's also animal sacrifice during the rituals. Yeah. But it's still, like, uh, ridiculous. Okay. That's the first thing they teach you. Yes, it's, 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 that's, <laughs> that's called 101. Yeah. If you learn nothing. <laughs> learn how to sacrifice a pig. Yeah. <laughs> she would then feed on it and feed some to the Hernandez brothers and to her brother, Eliasar. Oof. 
After the first couple of victims, they also began extracting the hearts from the bodies. There's conflicting reports if this was post or pre-mortem. Jesus. Oof. Yes. The leaders declared that Magdalena needed continuous blood as it was the only food that she could ingest, just like the Aztec gods, and that it would give her eternal youth. She's going to have some weird poops. Mm, Gross. (laughs) It's also, like, such a ruse to keep up. It's like, you know you're not just eating the blood once a week. Yeah. You're not. You're not. (laughs) You gotta eat. Gotta be traveling. I mean, she doesn't leave the village, does she? Um, Not so far as I know. Not, no. Damn. wonder what they sell at that store. (laughs) You know, it's probably not Pop-Tarts or anything like that. But I'm sure she's like, I'll take a Rice Krispie cake. Take a Barritas. (laughs) Yeah. A sweet bread. Yeah. She's all sneaking stuff. Yeah, she's having a concha here. <laughs> At least four people died within six weeks as the cult repeated the ritual over and over. Not only that, but the sexual orgies had gotten worse. How? And Magdalena had encouraged her followers to engage in pedophilia. Oh, no, uh, see, no, I, I was all on board up until yeah, this point. Yeah, come on, guys. No. Yeah, we were no. all having fun. No. Why you got mm-hmm. it with the kit? You know, it's, yeah, it's like... Uh, it's, no. Yeah, it's just, it's too much. It's too much. You guys were going to get a grant. We were going to do it for you. But <laughs> no, your loan, your loan is not approved. I'm sorry. You can leave. <laughs> you can leave? You can leave now. <laughs> It's fine. I'll go to U.S. Bank. Yeah. See. See. Yeah. Mention the, mention the pedophilia. It's fucking U.S. Bank. Oh, they're into it. Yeah, they love All it. Right, over there. Talk to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're texting me right now. They're across the street waving. Hey, come on over. It's fine. Hey. Oh man, that's <laughs> not fun. I, I don't s- like that. <laughs> I was fine with everything up to this point. See, it always takes a turn. You know, that's a cult for you. It's got to be such a fucking nerve-wracking thing to be in a cult where it's like, hey, we're into crazy shit. And they're like, yeah, we're into crazy shit. And one of us is going to get killed. Yeah, one of us is one of us is going to get killed. Yeah, yeah. And that's the way it was. You the, don't know who it's going to be. They knew who it was going to be. It was going to be the next person who expressed any regret about being in the cult. Immediately, the followers, they were just so scared after a while of Magdalena and the rituals that they oh, just like... Yeah. They as soon as somebody was like, we should do something. They're like, he's 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 he wants to leave. He's the next sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take a walk. Oh, he's walking away. What? No, guys, it's cool. It's cool. I I, I love it. I love it. It's- I love it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pee in the woods and cut my dick. Yeah. Uh, does anybody want to oh, watch? Man. And maybe <laughs> then you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> then you got. Yeah. Then you're. I want to see you do it. Yeah. Julio oh. is like, oh, yo 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 wait wait. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, you said you were going to cut it. That's not that much of a cut. It's a cut, dude. It's a cut. <laughs> All right. You know what? I cut it more than I was originally intending to. So why don't... Hey, you don't tell me... I don't tell you how to cut your dick. You don't tell me how to cut my dick. All right? That's part of it. I think with all the sighing I do, I think I win less five seconds. I think the biggest thing my yeah. girlfriend and I get in fights about is whether we're like, are you... Is something wrong? No, I'm just sighing. Like, <laughs> I can really see... I could honestly see you and Magdalena having that discussion. And she's like, is something wrong? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just sighing. Oh, that was just a sigh? Yeah, I'm just sitting down. I, s- I sigh when I sit down. It sounds to me like you are an unhappy sigh. It was an unhappy sigh. Your name means snake skirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't like this? No, I just think it's funny. <laughs> I've been wanting to tell you. Hey, Magdalena, <laughs> as your pimp brother, I'm going to cut this bitch. <laughs> he pulls out a fucking switchblade. Cuts your armpit. Butterfly knife. Cuts your armpit. Oh, my God. Worth it. That's a pimp move. Horrible. So, yeah. I only know one of the names of the sacrificial victims. A woman named Selena Saldana. Selena was a housewife to one of the members who had understandably grown tired of the charade and was heard expressing that she wanted to run away. But the way one cult member, Jesus Rubio, saw it when he gave his testimony, 
was that she was one of the most ardent followers and believed so fiercely in the gods that she volunteered herself for sacrifice. What? And they no. did the ritual, but it didn't work. It was so weird. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> cults are like bad relationships. Mm-hmm. You know? You're like, yeah. I gotta be ultimate. here. Yeah. yeah. I gotta be here. I gotta be here. I can't leave. Until that moment where you're like, I'm just gonna go. I'm not gonna say anything. Yes. I'm just gonna go. Yeah, and some yeah. people, I think some people managed to get away because they yeah. started losing some followers, but then the, it also started to spread. Oh my god! Yeah, to like well, other villages. I think you, I think you hit it on the head because I think at a certain point in a bad relationship or in a cult, you get to a point where you're like, I can either continue doing this and believing that this is right, or I can acknowledge that I'm wrong and that I've made wrong decisions. And I just can't, I don't have that strength to be like, this was a dumb thing that you did. You know? I mean, you're also, yeah. you're talking about a bunch of Latino men. They've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> they admitted they're wrong. That's crazy. I gotta be honest, if we got my ear doctor in there to just repeat back to them what they've been doing, I'm sure they would change. <laughs> You've been doing orgies all day. I've been doing okay. the orgies <laughs> that I drank. The pig's blood, but I mix it with the human blood. You mix it with human blood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He told uh, you his dick tasted like pumpkin pie. <laughs> no whipped cream. Some whipped with, cream. With some whipped cream. Some. <laughs> some whipped cream. Then, in May of 1963, a teenager named Sebastian Guerrero from a neighboring town that was attracted by the lights and sounds coming from the caves, stumbled upon the ritual. And he watched in absolute horror as the cult killed another member. Terrified, the 14-year-old ran 25 kilometers, or around 17 miles, wow. to the wow. nearest police station, which was in the town of Villa Gran. Once there... Exhausted and terrified, he tried to tell the police his story about human sacrifice and what he thought were vampires and all the other horrors that he had witnessed. But the police laughed at him. They didn't take him seriously. <laughs> that sucks. Only one officer, Luis Martinez Hernandez, believed him. Now, legend says that Luis and Sebastian left the next day by themselves when Luis was escorting Sebastian home, and then they never returned, which caused alarm to the fellow officers. Oh, no. In another record that exists, Luis goes in with his uh, fellow officers to investigate. But either way, only one dude believed them. Only one dude believed the kid. So, uh, I, we don't know which one it is. Hmm. But what we do know is that on June 1st, the police did show up with soldiers as backup. The soldiers came from the state's capital, Victoria. There, they found two villagers on the outskirts of town, probably Julio and the dude cutting his dick, who made who, who they they basically grabbed and they said, "Show us where show us where the leader lives." As soon as they got in range of the house which seemed like nobody was inside and was all quiet, they were greeted by a hail of bullets. A shootout took place. Oh, whoa. Between the villagers, the cult members, and the police. This is the 60s. Everybody has guns already, you know? We were just wow. watching Narcos. We know. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, everybody had them. During this first shootout is when Luis Martinez Hernandez and the boy, Sebastian, were found dead in the aftermath. Mm. Luis Martinez Hernandez had been almost completely decapitated by a machete. Oh, jeez, man! And that and that boy who ran. Oh, mm -hmm. man! Yeah, the oh, boy. Other accounts say that the police and the soldiers fought the cultists in the caves of their nearby mountain, where they found the remains of the two from the day before. So either way, both are confirmed dead. Sadly. Goddamn. In the oh, first, so it's very sad. 
In that first shootout, Santos Hernandez, one of the two brothers, was shot dead by police. So that's good. Mm. As for Cayetano, the original Hernandez brother, he had met his fate before the shootout even began. One of the cult members killed him, believing it would bring him protection prior to the event. Hmm. Magdalena and her brother temporarily escaped to the caves, but were cornered and found with a grip of marijuana on them. In the end, 14 people died, 15 were injured, and 40 were detained that night. The police also found... The police also found the mangled bodies of six victims in the caves. Hmm. At their trial on June 13th, Magdalena and her brother only received 50-year sentences each. What? For the murder of Sebastian and Luis Martinez. Because after being arrested, all the cult members refused to testify. Oh. So the police could only convict them of the murders they were sure of. That's insane. As for the cult members, it was 12 men Uh who went to trial. And the judge took into account their illiteracy, their general naivete, and the fact that they were all tripping balls at the time (laughs) for like six weeks straight at least. (laughs) So they're they're never willing to admit that these guys are not going to admit that they're wrong. They're tripping hard they're dumb mm-hmm. and they're pissed off that there's no more orgies they're pissed off there's no more orgies <laughs> and so these 12 men each get 30 years in prison they get a, a reduced sentence because of basically they were the judge understood that it was one of those instances of like a widespread mania in a way but even worse because you know I don't think that should I don't think they should get a get a lower sentence for that Killed, they killed people, and like, I mean, you know, at some point, I mean, you, you you've got, but you've you got, got these people that are not educated. Yeah, that's They're, true. They were genuinely fooled by this smokescreen, a literal smokescreen that mm-hmm. they use, and then they're like high the whole time. Now they're high all the time. But I mean, they've been through hell, and what's going to happen when they get out? Yeah. Yeah? Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Answer that. What's going to happen when they get out? Riddle me this. I don't really know how to say how these people are supposed to continue their lives. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, It's going to be an awkward village reunion. Yeah. (laughs) So it's interesting because it's it's published that 12 men went to trial, right? But 40 were detained in the first place. So, and that included women and children. So, of those 40, only 12 were prosecuted and the rest were victims. Hmm. Really. Because you're talking about the women and children of the village who have essentially very little say or no say in what happens to them. Hmm. So, those serving 30-year sentences got out in 1993. Magdalena and Eliasor would have gotten out in 2013. But I can't find anything about them. Really? Any follow-up record. Not. I mean, yeah. it's hard it's hard anyway because it's Mexico and yeah. you know, it's it's hard to find anything online if at all even in print. Yeah. Like, for stories like this. So I don't know if this is relevant to this case, but I remember reading something in in about something in Canada and one of the things is uh when they when they release you like if, especially if you go for mental health like this guy had killed some people and he was had mental health issues and they put him in a mental health facility and then like 10 years later they released him and they ch- he changed his name they changed his name they said you should change your name because you will not be able to escape this you know horrible thing that you did mm-hmm. that makes sense. so he yeah, so he did, and, and there's been no no word about him, you know, since then. So, yeah, I wonder if that's probably, you know, probably. could possibly be. That's yeah. probably, yeah. If you search for her, there's a picture of, like, an older, jolly-looking woman that <laughs> comes up really? that they say could be her. But 
I take it with a grain of salt because even the most widely circulated image of her that if you type in her name isn't her. It's a Swedish serial killer that somebody for some reason reappropriated as her. The Swedish serial killer is named Dagmar Overby. Um, there's a secondary photo that could be her, but it just says it's her and the date is unknown and she doesn't look 18 in it, which was how old she was at the time of the crimes. She looks much older, so I really don't know. Um, she's out there. She She's out there. She's still alive for sure. She'd be like 75 today. And yes, that's the story of the high priestess of blood, Magdalena Solis. Well. Oh. Yeah. So I would say if you see any Hispanic older woman, just <laughs> under your breath go, serpent skirt, and just see, mm-hmm. if, see if she they says mad. anything. I mean, if you talk about any older Mexican lady's skirts, they're gonna get mad. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. That's not fair. It's not a, a good test. Well, thank you so much, Maria. That was a very entertaining, very horrifying story <laughs> that you told us. So thank you so much. And thank you, Cash, for being here. <laughs> you thank us every you th- time. You sound like a teacher. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's 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 like, oh thanks for showing up. It's like, yeah. mm. <laughs> no, Lori, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Lori. Thank you for your commentary <laughs> and for laughing at the uh, folklore of my culture. Um, and I, I for- can't help it. It sounds silly. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know and what? I'm just going to say, feel free to make fun of everything that's silly about my culture. Oh, we don't have any. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay everybody can we say good night now yeah yeah bye everyone bye goodbye